Hi, it's Watercolor with Wendy. Today I'd like to talk about color, a very important part of painting, and color theory, and different ways of thinking about color when you're a painter. So one way of thinking about color is there are three ways. There's the actual color that can be measured by a device that will tell you how much red, yellow, blue, or white is in there. And that's an exact scientific number. Um, there's also imaginary color. Now, imaginary color is things like like uh, uh, lilac or peach or some color that's in your mind, but there is no uh, direct color that uh, uh, that goes with that, and there's no agreement on what that color is. So the lipstick company might call the same color that's red. Uh, fire engine red and then the car company that paints their car that color might call it deep red it, it there's just no agreement on what colors are named so it's useless to talk about I, I want to use a, a salmon color in the sky it, it doesn't help you make that color instead we want to be able to identify the color now it also isn't that useful to know the exact uh, formula for that uh, let's say it's a, a shirt on a person you're painting. Because what's really important is perceptual color. Perceptual color is what you actually see. The mixture of red, yellow, blue, and white, and in this case for watercolor water, what percentage of each of those is on the fold of the jacket. So there's many colors on that jacket, even though the actual color might be um, a, a light uh, dusty blue, something like that. But what you need to know is what do you see? And you'll see different colors. There is nothing that is one color when you're painting. You'll see the world is so full of light and reflections and uh, folds and three dimensions that you just, it doesn't really matter what color it is. Um, actually, what matters is what it looks like because that's what we're going to paint, right? So pay attention more to uh, perceptual color. What do you see? And people that paint their, their rooms know this, and especially the ones that pay a lot of attention to it, because you'll see, uh, uh, they give you a paint sample sometimes, and then you paint your wall, but the, the walls look different at different times of the day. That's a, there's the actual color of that paint, but it looks quite different depending on the light coming in the room. That's the perceptual color. And by that time, you probably don't care that it's called sunset yellow. It doesn't really matter. All right, so that's an, one way of thinking of color. And then when you're trying to make your colors, you need to dissect the color uh, or break it down into different uh, parts of it. So there's one part of a color, and that is how dark or light it is, and we call that value. So let's say you have a, a grayscale from 0 to 10, and 10 is black and 0 is white. Then you have a corresponding uh, level of dark to light in the color that you're trying to make or that you see and then try to make. So value is number one. That doesn't have to be the first thing you think of, but it's one of the three things. Number two is hue, H-U-E. Hue means the color it is on the color wheel. So it's always a color between two other colors. So let's say it's a kind of a green color. Then you might say, well, it's between yellow and blue, somewhere in between there. And maybe you also further say, it's a little closer to blue than it is to yellow. So you identify that part of the color. Then there's one more part of a color if it is a three-dimensional color, and that means it's a muted color. Then 
you ask, well, how much of the third primary? Because there's already two in that color. There's always two colors in your color that you're making of the primaries. And that's convenient because um, paint only comes with two colors in it. So once you have identified the color you're looking at, particular color, then you uh, say, well, how, where is it on the color wheel? Between what two colors? Is it closer to one or the other? It'll get you started. You'll know which uh, paint to start using. How dark is it? Well, with watercolor, that means how much water versus paint is in it. And finally, you've got to figure out if it's muted or not. That means slightly muddy or very muddy even is fine. And then you've got to um, make that formula. So when you're mixing your colors with watercolor, you are better off mixing the color on the paper because it gives a much better representation of reality because nothing is one color. Everything has got a glow to it. Watercolor is so good at representing that luminosity or glow. So I advise my students to mix your colors on the paper and you get a lot more colors that way and it shows the light coming through. So that's a little bit about color and there's a lot more called color theory and that has more to do with how you put colors together and what effects you can make. We'll talk about that later. So that's watercolor with Wendy for today. And we're done for today.